Today's show is pre-recorded. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. Um, five things that I know successful people have to do. To be successful, the principles are the same. You can apply it to anything. You know, if you want to be happily married, you know, whatever it is, the principles of success are the same. There are a series of things that you have to do. You cannot skip the steps of success. If you do, you're going to have to go back and step on them anyway. So here's, 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 a, here's a part, man, that I want you all to understand about me and, 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 and about how to look at it. You know, uh, you, you cannot underestimate faith and prayer. You just can't. You cannot underestimate the power of faith and the power of prayer. See, for me, this is just for me now. This ain't in the scripture nowhere. This is just something I discovered. What prayer did for me was, was it tied me to my creator. It gave me a sense, and I'm describing it this way, but I'm telling you it's deeper than this, but it gave me a sense that I wasn't alone. And in actuality, I wasn't. But prayer helped connect me to the power source that was available to me to get through, get around, or get over whatever it was that was in the way. Whether it was just a period I stretched, I had to go through of hard work. It had to 
period I had to go through to learn some lessons, uh, some periods I had to go through from having to pay for some of the mistakes I've made, whatever the case may be. Prayer gave me a decided advantage, especially, uh oh, here we go, especially over my enemies. Now, the majority of people in my life that were my enemies, I didn't want them to be my enemies. Make no mistake about this. But through the thing called life, some things went down, some things happened from here and there and went over here and over that way, and a person became my enemy. The majority of enemies I had came out of nowhere. I have no reason to even see why they are my enemies. But, you know. Life goes on, man. It happens from time to time. Some some people just won't let it go. See, some people in their uh, quest to do something to you or to make you pay, they just won't let it go. Well, it may cause you some discomfort, and some of it may be lies about you and, and all of this and all of that, but you that, that, that can't prohibit you from going forward. So what I'm saying is prayer gave me the strength, wisdom, understanding, and courage to either go through it, go around it, or go over it. But it happened. I do not know how I could have made it without faith and without prayer. It it would have, something would have got me. YouTube would have got me. The bloggers would have got me. My partners that I grew up with that used to laugh behind my back, they would have got me. My friend that went over to my mother's house one time and told her, you know what Steve's problem is? He out there telling them jokes. He just lazy. He don't want to work. That would have got me. They didn't know. I ain't really mad at them because they was just, all they was doing was basing their uh, conversations and passing judgment based on what they knew based on what they believed. They didn't believe I was going to make it. But, but that's them, though. If it was not for faith, which is the belief in things that you cannot see, I wouldn't have made it. Because I would have listened to everybody else who didn't see me getting here and went along with it. And then prayer, oh my goodness, man. How many times has prayer bailed me out? Prayer has bailed me out. Prayer still bailing me out. <laughs> Tell you the truth, man. Quiet as it's kept. Prayer. That connection to your Heavenly Father. That connection to your Creator. That connection to that source of power and inspiration. That connection of never feeling that you're alone. You know, I was watching uh, Bishop Jakes on uh, TV yesterday, and it was a repeat. And one of the things he was talking about, well, let me just get to the gist of it. I was going through a portion of my life, and I, and I, and I went through it for some years, y'all. I had gotten myself into a jam that lasted for years. I'm telling you, for years, with some serious consequences to follow, for years. And... I was so busy looking at where I was at. I was sulking sometimes, man. I'd get on the radio, man. I'd be just done. 
I was soaking. My, 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 my spirit had gotten low. I had gotten tired of the fight. And I, I, would, I would come on some mornings, man, and I would try, I would try not to let on, but I was hurting. I was, because I had been in it for years, man. I had been in this thing for years. And one thing I was doing, I was so busy looking at where I was at. And when I was watching Bishop Jake, he, he preached this sermon. He was talking about so busy looking at where you at that you don't even realize that God has been with you the entire time. And you know what, man, just yesterday, just yesterday I heard this, and I text him, I text Bishop Jakes, and I thanked him, because it was an old message, I could tell. And I called, I text him up, and I said, man, thank you so much, I was just watching you on TV, and you told me, man, something that, I, that I'll always remember, that whatever you're going through, that he's there with you the whole time. But see, well, sometimes when you're so busy looking at where you're at, you don't even notice where he is. And see, sometimes, man, that, that helped me. And that's going to help me in the future to realize that what I'm going through, that he's there. He's there with me. And he's going to protect me. And he ain't going to let my enemies overcome me. And he ain't going to let nobody overtake me. And he ain't going to let me go under because he's there. It's just you can't be so busy looking at where you at that you don't take notice of where he at. God is always there. He's always available. And the best way to tap into that and know it is you got to pray. Prayer has changed my life. Prayer can change your life. You can become something if you just pray. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen. Steve Harvey Morning Show is going to start like this. One, two, one, two, three. I can turn a gray sky blue. I can live in rain whenever I wanted to. Oh, I can build a castle from a single grain of sand. I can make a ship sail on dry land. But my life is incomplete and I'm so blue. Because I... Can't get next, can't get next to you, girl. I can't get next to you. Ooh. I can fly like a bird in the sky. <laughs> boy, you boy, slowed it down. Right, boy, yeah. so I could hit that. Huh? Uh-huh. That was for me. Yeah. I already care how you felt. That you was that. for me. You did that. Boy, them damn temptations. Them. Yep. Yes, sir. That was the truth. Dennis, sir. Dennis Edwards was Eddie. my dude. I like David Ruffin. Oh, yeah. What? How could you not? What? Let but me do David it for you. David was bad boy now. Let me do it for you, Steve. I'm David Ruffin, and these, these. are the temptations. Yeah. I said, no. Not Dennis that they Ruffin. are he the wanted, He wanted yeah. to have his name up front, too. Diana Ross Diana and Ross the Supremes. All, you yes. know. Yeah. Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. Otis. <laughs> That's what it was. That's Shirley what Strawberry. It was, Steve. Hey, good morning, Steve. Thanks for that one. I like that one. Yeah. Carla Pharrell. You know how I feel about them temps, baby. Good morning. <clears throat> Junior. Did did his was always sing hard? Every time. <laughs> Every yeah. damn <laughs> wall. <laughs> 
didn't sing that. Sing that. That was that one star, yeah. That was my jam, no boy. Ball of confusion, nephew Tommy. It was the third of September. Let's get it started up in here. The eve of destruction, tax deduction, city inspectors, bill collectors, mind closing demand, population out of hand, suicide, too many bills, hippies moving to the hills, people all over the world shouting in the war. And the band played on. I, boy, I memorized Ball of Confusion. That was my cut, man. That's cool. I put in two for two. Vote oh, for me and I'll set you free. Rap on, brother. Rap on. Boy. Well, we got a good show for y'all today. We off to a ready good start because I'm up. I'm ready. I'm ready. What? What? Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Today. I think I'm going to go play golf this week somewhere. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. What, you going? Going? what does that mean? Yeah, I, I had enough. I had enough. People at my house oh, lost their damn mind. Oh, he's going to jet out now. That's yeah. Uh, I can he get ready to show him, Tommy. Uh, he going to show him now. He's going to land on the green. Watch it. <laughs> what hole, Tommy? What hole? Uh, he's going to land like right around the ninth hole. Just ninth. decide if he want to go back and play the back. Tear that whole damn front. fairway up. You better help. They better stretch it out because 400 yards ain't enough. All right, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO with Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, you're not going to believe this. We have Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, uh, Silk Sonic, the brand new group. Uh, they're going to be our special guests. They're going to talk about their new song, Leave the Door Open. So please get ready for Bruno and Anderson at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO. Steve Harvey, Chief Love Officer. Here we go. And Steve, try to keep your composure on this one, okay? It, it's from Lil Joe in Lake Dallas, Texas. See right there, I already don't like it. <laughs> Why y'all to... like Lil Joe? Because <laughs> it sounds like my homie Lil John, onion all. We already <laughs> gonna have a problem. Go ahead, Shirley. Lil Joe says, I'm in my late 40s and I'd love to get your advice on dating women that are taller than me. Uh, my yeah. ex-wife is 5'9", and yeah. I, you heard what I said, and I'm 5'7", but the Damn. height difference was never a big deal to her. We got divorced, and I'm not having much luck dating. I prefer mm. tall women, and it's a mm. good thing I have thick skin because a lot of tall women have laughed in my face and called me shorty. I even tried dating a lady that's 5'3", and she even said I'm shorter than the guys she typically dates. What's a man to do? Well, I mean, look, look, little man, look at him. This, this, little this Joe is to... his name. What, little Joe, little man, you know. Be respectful. Well, I'm being respectful. Little man, little Joe. Uh-huh. He called himself little Joe. At least I'm calling him a man. I ain't say little boy. I'm being, re- okay, cool, little Joe. Thank look you. Look here. The fact that you prefer taller women, that's mm-hmm. fine. You have every right to your preference. Now you got to find taller women that prefer shorter men. Yeah. And so just let's let me just cut to the chase. Tommy, how have you done? <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 
I'm not going through what Lil Joe is going through. I have well, I know you're not now, but you know, I'm pretty sure you don't. You know, now. I've had pretty sure you the... women love me to death. What are you talking right, about? Right, didn't yeah. marry none of them. So what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Right. Well, see, and, 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 you know, just based on Tommy's response, I'm thinking you're going to have to up your self-esteem, little Joe. You're going to have to pull yourself up and just keep your head up and don't let nobody belittle you, you know, okay. so to speak. Mm. I like don't let it. nobody talk down to you. You know, stop. Keep it up. Stop letting people walk over you. <laughs> this is not helping. You this know, is not helping. Get, get up in their chest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is disrespectful is what this. Is. You, you know what I'm saying? Get up in their chest. I'm sorry, little yeah. Joe. Get up in their chest. You know, <laughs> jump. You know, do more squats. Work on your leaping. <laughs> Well, he married a tall woman. There's another tall woman out there that'll have him, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. All right, Renita in Marietta, Georgia, says, I have four girlfriends, and we went on a girls' weekend in the North Georgia mountains last week to do an intervention on a girlfriend that's engaged to a controlling man. We rented an Airbnb and had some wine before we tried talking to her about her man. She was very defensive, so we let it go and went to bed. Around 2 a.m., her fiancé popped up at our place. He said he couldn't sleep without her, so he drove over an hour and a half to pick her up. She thought it was sweet. We told her it was very creepy. She's not getting it, so should we stay out of it? Hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's a mess. Absolutely. What the old people say, I can't get sick and tired for you. Right. That's Mm. it. Yeah. You know, yeah. but if you thinking this is cute and you finna marry him, this cute going to wear off after a while. Yeah. Because I don't care how much you love a person, you need space. Yeah. You need the ability to breathe and do you and be you. And if he's that controlling and that overbearing, it's going to get old. It done probably got old now. Yeah. But you thinking it's cute. Oh, he want me so bad. Okay. All right. Oof. That's going to yeah. get old. Yeah, yeah, and those girlfriends, you won't even have those girlfriends anymore. Mm-mm. That's, that's crazy. Nice controlling men do. Friend. Next yeah. gonna be her job. I can't, no, I can't work what, without you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what controlling men do. No, you're gonna mess around being in a basement and getting your food bought downstairs to you if you keep on. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> No, All right, real. we're moving on. Uh, yeah, Frida, yeah, please wake up. Please wake up on that one, Renita. Uh, Frida in Leeds, Alabama says, uh, I found out that my son's father had sex with my daddy's ex-girlfriend that lived with us. After my son was born, my son's father dropped by a lot to see the baby. He said I would be sleeping in my room with the baby and my daddy would be gone to work and he and daddy's girlfriend would have sex in our den. She broke up with my daddy a few weeks ago and is still sleeping with my son's father. My son's father only told me that to hurt me, so I want my daddy to uh, set him straight. Should I tell my daddy? Mm. Well, see, you're going to mess around and lose somebody now. Be very careful with this. See, he said it to hurt you, but if you tell your father, you don't think that's going to hurt your father? And then your father might want to hurt him. And then he gonna defend himself, and your uh, and your man is already uh, chicken sugar honey iced tea, so now he he ain't gonna take this whooping from his old man, so now you gonna mess around and start something don't have to be. What difference do it make? You don't want him no more. Um, but he do need a man. Girl and daddy's girlfriend. He do need. Up. 
But see, yeah. he going to get that. Life going to do that for him. But don't tell your father because your father may do something to this man and you may, your father end up in prison. That's the danger here. I leave right. it alone. All you got to do is put it on, mm-hmm. put it on Facebook, po- post it on his job bulletin board. You ain't got to tell what your happened? daddy. <laughs> Go down there to his job and just take a thumbtack and just post it on his uh, bulletin board in the cafeteria. Okay, uh, Carrie in Michigan says, mm-hmm. I'm a 29-year-old married man, and I can't get my wife to stop using the bathroom, oh, God, with the door open. She didn't do this while we were dating, but she says it's common for married couples. I have never and will never be this comfortable with her. I think using the toilet should be done in private. I have to lock the door to keep her out when I'm using it. My parents agree with me, but I want your opinion. Is this something I need to get used to? No. Deal breaker. No. I don't know. No woman leaves the door, but why would she want to leave the door? Uh, that's so nasty. That's a deal breaker. All right, we got to go, CLO. Coming up next, Nephew Tommy's what? Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to miss Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, Silk Sonic. Uh, that's their group. They're going to talk about their brand new single, Leave the Door Open, hmm, and their new album, An Evening with Silk Sonic. So get ready for Bruno Mars at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? Give me my arm back. Give me my arm back. Is Come on, Kevin. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach Philip. Uh, yeah, this, this is Philip. Hey, how you doing? Wh- wh- who's this? Are you Philip? Uh, is that who you are? Yes, this is Philip. Okay, you, you, is Darius Dar- 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 your son? Uh, do, do you know a Darius? Okay, calm down. Yes. Okay. Darius well, is my son. Well, okay, calm down, first of all. Is your son there? Is he there at the house right now? Okay, that okay. That's not the issue. What the issue is? What, what do you what do you need, sir? My name is Burns. Okay, and I live two streets over from y'all. Do your son play with a boy named Tim or Timmy? Yes, they 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 grew up together. They play ball together. That that's where they are now. They playing ball right now. What are they playing ball at right now? <laughs> down there at the park to play ball. That's okay, what they always at do. At the park. That's what I need to know. I need to know where they at. Let me tell you something. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. What you need to know where they at for and what, and what you finna do. What is the problem? My That boy Darius and Tim come. They, they they was walking up my street today and came over here. I have a I have a prosthetic arm. My right arm is prosthetic. And they well, know well, that. Hold, they, hold, hold, hold on a second. Hold on. You, you say you got a prosthetic arm. Yes, I do. My right arm is a prosthetic arm. And them boys okay, came so over what here. what they got to do with my son? Your boy and that boy Tim came over here and pulled my arm off of me and ran down the street with it. Oh, now you oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You trying to tell me that, that, that you lost your arm to my son and his friend and they ran off with your arm? They and they went down and played basketball? Is that what you're telling me, sir? I'm, I'm telling you that I don't know. What, I didn't know nothing about no basketball. They then came and took my prosthetic arm okay. off of me. Okay, hold and on I, a second. Oh, hold on a second. Let me tell you something. That don't sound like what, what something my son would do, okay? I'm so sick I know exactly what they I'm do so and where they're going at all I'm times, and that's not something that they would do. I'm sick okay. of parents talking about what they can, will do, and won't do. You don't know what they do when they ain't with y'all. I'm glad you told me that they at the park, because I'm going to go right over here to this park now, and when I find them, I'm going to whoop and get my arm back. 
Okay, hold, hold, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on, just hold everything. Okay, hold on a second now, because you done said it. You gonna go do something that I know you don't really mean. All right. No, I, I tell mean, you what. I mean exactly what? what I'm saying. They got my. Oh, how you think okay. it feels that somebody sir, gonna take your arm? Sir, sir. Okay, look. Let's try to keep this respectful. All right. All right. You say they got your arm, right? How about this? You they got you know, my you know, arm. You going to go get my boys? Okay. First of all, I will meet you at the park. All right, I will meet you at the park, and we gonna talk to talk about this situation like like gentlemen. Okay, ain't no ain't no need for me to go down there and start messing with youngsters. Okay, all right, that's what we gonna do. Them youngsters right, got, they got my arm. They got my arm, sir. With all due respect, okay, you talking about my son, and I know what he is capable of doing and what he's not gonna do, and he don't disrespect no older people like that, especially with somebody with a with a impairment or disablement or whatever you got. I'm sorry about your arm. I'm trying to help. I'm I'm asking you a question. Do you not think taking somebody arm is disrespectful? That's disrespectful to take a an old man's arm and run down the street. It is sir disrespectful, but what is what is not what is not disrespectful also is you telling me you gonna go up there and whoop my son's and that's not going to happen. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going up as soon as I get over here oh, to this hold on second. Okay, hold on a second, sir. You going to do what to my son? I'm going to son up as soon as I get to this park. And the ain't Timmy that's with it. Because they took my arm and they know they did it. I'm going to Okay, let, let me tell you something. You'll call me up disrespecting me and threatening my son. Do you know who you're talking to? i tell you what you do. i tell you what you do. Bring to that park. And just read on my son wrong, okay? Say his name wrong, okay? Say it. And then I'll, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take your other arm, and I'm going to beat your with it. Hey, you know, you, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I, don't, think, don't think I can't whoop with this one arm, because I whoop you and your son with this one arm. I promise you that. Okay, come on in, family. I'm going to ain't going to know what to do with your life, because you can't find your arm, you ain't got no sense, and you over here with the wrong people's family, all right? You don't know. You don't know what happened to my arm. You don't know how I lost my arm. You don't know what happened. You crying? You don't, you don't know what happened to my arm. Why is you crying? <laughs> Let me ask you something, Mr. Sensitive. What, what, what the problem? You don't, you, don't know what, you don't know how I lost the arm. You don't know how I lost it. I don't know how you lost your arm. I, really, I don't give a my arm, my arm. Yes, yes, I don't know who got your arm. My son ain't got your arm. No, your son. He don't. He don't. He don't have my arm. Tommy. Tommy got my arm. Who got your arm? Tommy got it. Tommy. Tommy got it. Tommy the one got the arm. Yo, who the Tommy man? Tommy man, nephew Tommy. From the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Your son Darius, fifteen year old, got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> Yo man. Yo. Yo. He called you and told you that. <laughs> on punishment. I knew he wasn't going to do no <laughs> You're on punishment double time now. <laughs> oh, man. You alright? Y'all, y'all something else. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man. What's the 
What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You already know, baby. <laughs> <laughs> if I get down there to that park, I'm going to whoop them boys behind. You know that. I might, I might only do it with one arm, but I'm going to put yeah, it on. No. Oh, Tommy, you play too much. Oh. Gonna be hard if they took your right arm. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna stay on your right side. <laughs> I'm gonna see all your punches coming, homie. Oh, Give me my arm back. Yeah. Keep it stupid. You do that well. Thank you, thank you, thank you so kindly. I greatly appreciate it. And uh, you know, let me let everybody know in Birmingham that. Uh, I'm really, I'm 5'10", but I'm coming in six foot tall when I come up in there. I'm coming in six foot tall. I got some little <laughs> inserts they put in my shoes. I'm, shut up, Junior. I got these little inserts. Tommy got some height on me. I got some height on me. Come check me out. I'm going to be stupid, ignorant, and tall at the Stardome, April 16th through the 18th. You do not want to miss this. Once again, stupid, ignorant, and tall. I'm sorry, and put sexy on that, too. All that. Your doctor right told you you was 5'9". I'm 5'10". Well, what'd your doctor tell you? He, t- he, he, that, that was a while back. He, yeah. Pediatric gators, how much them cost? <laughs> All right, nephew, you we say? gotta go. <laughs> you got Coming up at the top of the on. hour, <laughs> Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, Silk Sonic, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, as promised, we got the interview for you today. You've been waiting on it, we told you they were coming. Joining us this morning, fresh off, I don't know if y'all saw it, you had to, outstanding Grammy Award performance. We got 11-time Grammy Award winning global star and four-time Grammy Award winning singer-songwriter. Well, they came together, collaborated on a new album under the name of Silk Sonic, and the album is going to be released later on this year. Now, today, we're talking about Silk Sonic's debut single, Leave the Door Open. My damn music. Thank you. <laughs> Please welcome to the show the one and only Bruno Mars and the legend in the making, Anderson Pack. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Fellas. Welcome, welcome. Fellas, welcome to the show, man. Thank <laughs> you, Hey, first of all, let me say this. What I appreciate about the two of you is that you are keeping great music alive. And from the bottom of my heart, man, a cat that grew up listening to bands and groups and vocals and harmony and lyrics, man, thank you, man, from the bottom of my (laughs) heart. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you, man. We know we... We watched Kings of Comedy over and over and over again. That's one of my favorite. Hey, cool in the game would have been unplugging. Yes, <laughs> yes. What's going on? <laughs> so, we knew if we put this out, and Uncle Steve didn't like it, then we didn't do something. Exactly. Right. I told, hey, hey, Steve. I told him, you know how many, you know how many people, you know how many mechanics gonna be in tears when they hear this song. <laughs> like, this is for people that know how to change radiators. This is for people that you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, this is a real one. Chevy on it. Change radiators. <laughs> like, it's really going to hit them. I told them. I'm telling you. Dog, you're not lying. See, listen to me, man. First of all, okay, we're going to talk about the single in a minute. But let me tell you something. You all's performance at the Grammys. Because I had heard the song. 
But when I watched you all visually, visually, first of all, the damn suits y'all had on. Yeah. I had four of them. Black, <laughs> navy, gray, rust, and silver. <laughs> I just, the damn suits with the dog ear collars. Oh, pimp. Oh, was, man. I was in tears, The collar man. down to the elbow. Yes. Hey, hey cleaners in the board of health. Dog, where they supposed to be. Hey, man, all right, let, let, let's go, man. Look, first of all, the name Silk Sonic. I loved it, man. Now, I, I heard that Boosie Collins gave y'all that name. Is that true? Yeah, yeah yep. heard the song, and that was it. And that's what he came up with. And then we said, all right, we're not going to argue with with the OG, and we'll, no. we'll take it. You could have named us anything. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, we saw you guys perform Sunday night at the Grammys. And y'all really lived up to that name, Silk Sonic, man. How did this all come about? Whose idea was it for the two of you to join together with this dynamic duo? Andy? Go ahead. You know the story. I was so basically, Pat? me and Andy went on tour in 2017. Mm-hmm. Him and his band, the Free Nationals, my band, the Hooligans, we all got along. And, you know, they, uh, we'd watch them every night whooping ass on, on stage. Mm-hmm. And built a friendship. Me and Andy started going to the studio. We were out in, like, Germany, sneaking off and going to a studio trying to write records. One record ended up on Andy's uh, album on Ventura. And we had an idea that we never finished. And in while quarantine was happening, after a couple of months of not coming to the studio, I went back into the studio. And one of those ideas, I called Andy up, actually on his birthday, and I said, hey, I think I got this that idea. I think I got it fleshed out. I got a chord progression for it. Come to the studio. Yeah, I was off the brown that night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he comes up drunk as hell. I was off that. Yeah. That. <laughs> he comes drunk as hell and um, sang his ass yeah. off, though. Uh huh. Couple takes. He actually sings better drunk, which is weird. Mm-hmm. But we all do. Yeah. But <laughs> it kind of just it turned into like, uh, you want to come back tomorrow? And it just, it, you know, went from there. It was. Like a rocket ship. And we ended up getting a collection of songs that we're so proud of, but being Leave the Door Open. And Leave the Door Open, I think, is, um, I think both Andy and I, like, man, this is, you know, it's a ballad. It's got chord changes. It modulates. It's, uh, the groove changes up in the middle. Yeah. You know, it's a very yeah, ambitious. Man. It's really not, not really, uh, like, um, TikTok friendly or like, uh, I don't, we, you know, but, people might be used to or it. people, you know, is listening to it in 2021, but it's just kind of like, this is, this is what, you know, this is what it sounds like if, you know, when me and Andy are in the studio and this is what we love and this is what we want to, this is what we want to do and what we want to play. That's Andy on drums, one take. I'm on mm-hmm. guitar, d on piano. I got my friend Brody on bass. And it was like, that's what, that's what we do. That's Larry our, Gold on string. Yeah, Larry, Larry Gold, who's a legend. Uh, he, we got him to do a string arrangement, a Philly soul legend. He did a string arrangement for us and it was like, we, you know, this is what we love. We don't know if the world's going to love this, but, this is what we love, and, you know, hope for the best. Wow. Hey, man, listen. Uh, Pac, let me ask you a question, man. Where does this love... I'm asking all questions. Pac, uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, no, y'all, I'm y'all, I can tell y'all friends, because both of y'all are stupid. <laughs> this, this stupid people always find each other. i tell you what we're going to do. <laughs> That's we, right. That's no, right. we do. Hey, man, we're going to take a break. We come back. When I come back, here's a question. I want to ask you guys, where does the love for this sound come from? Because, look, man, 
it's such a throwback sound. It is such, you grab the the music, the tones, the harmony, the, the lyrics. You put it all together the way it's been. And when I come back, I want to find out where that love comes from, from each one of you. And I'm going to start with Pac when we come back. We'll be right back, everybody. We got Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Uh, we got we got them on Silk Silk Sonic's debut album. We'll be right back, right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we're back as promised, and on the phone today, our special guest is uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Uh, they formed a group called Silk Sonic, and they got a debut album. It's called An Evening with Silk Sonic, and it'll be va- available later on this year. And the lead single is right now. Of course, it's called Leave the Door Open. And I'm going to start with you, Anderson. Where, where does this love for this sound come from? It was my mama. This is, this is all the music my mom was playing. And my mom didn't do nothing past, like, if it was about Tony, Tony, Tony was probably about as new as it was going to get. Other than that, <laughs> it was all going to be Earth, Wind & Fire, and, uh, you know, Pink uh, Be- Beverly and May, Stevie Wonder, and Prince, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I knew all that stuff before I even knew about, like, Snoop and Dre and stuff. I just... That was yeah. the music that was going in my home, and that was the music that was in the car, and we weren't allowed to, I want to play this and none of that. My mom was very strict about that. You're going to listen to all this, and you're going to know <laughs> about the dramatics and the Dells, and I'm in, you know, second grade, you know, singing all these songs, and I just thought that was the way to sing, and that was that was how music was made, you know, and that, that developed more into me playing drums in the church, but it starts there at the house. My mom, my sisters, it was a musical Music house. Wow. wow. I mean, I've, I've talked to you about this, Bruno, because uh, you and I had a conversation backstage one time. I heart? Yes. Yeah. I said, brother, you have no idea. You are about to be mega. I, I said it hmm. then. For you, Bruno, where does this love for this sound come from? Steve, thank you, by the way. I remember that. You did say that. And. I'm at the top right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you damn skippy. Yeah. All the way. For me, the love of this is my father, actually. You know, my mm. father was big on vocal uh, groups, uh, starting from Doo-Wop. I named my first album Doo-Wops and Hooligans. And then later on, you know, he started introducing me into uh, to 60s and 70s soul groups like uh, the Delphonics, the Stylistics, the Dramatics, the Old Days and Spinners, and, and of course, the Jackson 5. You know, and I remember being a kid telling my dad, you know, like, no, nah, you got to listen to this new edition and you got to listen to this little Bobby Brown. And, uh, you know, and here I am. And I basically turned it to my father. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to everything because for some reason, I think that's what brought, you know, first of all, that's how me and Andy clicked up so easily. It's like, that's all we're doing is listening to this music that our parents put us on and, you know, admiring the production. And like you said, the harmonies and just the, the one-on-one songwriting you know, like it, it's not, it doesn't got to be overcomplicated. If you just say the right thing at the, at the right time with the right note, and bottom line is the live instrumentation of everything. Hey, hey, Bruno and Anderson, hang on right there. Hold on one second, fellas. I like where we're going with this. We'll be right back. We're coming back with more with Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back, fellas. I appreciate you waiting. Okay, so here's the deal. I want you all to set up this single. Tell us how it came about 
and then we're gonna play the single for the people right now. I said, Andy, what do you think of this? I'ma leave the door open. And Andy goes, bet. Goes behind the drums. And what'd you start playing? I said, I said, and I'm proud of it. And that's all you can hope for. So no matter what it does in the charts, I know for a fact that this is the best that we can do. And I'm good with that. Right? Wow. And I'm turning back. And we're leaving the door open. You know, it's about to be springtime. It's feeling good. Something to dance to. Something to slow dance to. Make love. All right, calm down. Still me. Just calm down a, a little kid. bit. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have a kid. You need to have a kid yeah. already. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, man, this is it, everybody. Uh, we're playing the single right now. This is the new single from uh, Silk Sonic's debut album. It's called An Evening with uh, Silk Sonic. And this is the, this is the lead single. It's a, it's a heater, too, baby. This is Leave the Door Open.
Right. Y'all's exactly. black ass. That's hot, man. I appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart, man. So, Steve Harvey Nation, uh, you can download the single now, leave the door open, and get ready this year because they got a number one heater, man. The whole album going to be They got a real heater, man. Run it back one more time. I know it. Yeah. Hey, always stay funky. Always stay soulful. Keep the lyrics and the hits coming. Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Got love for you, man. Yes, up, baby? Appreciate y'all, boys. All right, coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my girlfriend is talking behind my back. Uh, Mm. We'll get into that a little later, Mm. but right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Today we're going to have a conference call. A conference Conference call. call. Okay. Let's go, Kathy. Pick it up. Hello, this is Hannah. Hi there, this is Frank, checking in. Hey, David here on the line. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, I'm fine. What's up? Hey, I, think, uh, I think we're waiting for for one other person. Guess I'll dial in a second. Hello, yep, you know this is, is Sherman. Sherman Davis, general manager's assistant. How you guys doing? Everybody here? Hey, Sherman. Yeah. Hi. Doing fine. Hello, Sherman. All right, all right, guys. We got. Let me make sure we got everybody here. Is Hannah here? Yep, Hannah's here. How's it going? All right, Frank. Yep, I'm on the line. Thank you. All right, good, good, good. And David. Yep. Hey, Sherman. I'm here. All right, my man. Good deal. Good deal. All right, got some news for you guys. I need you guys to just bear with me for a second. I'm getting all the paperwork in. My um, assistant Cynthia is here. So you guys just give me a second. I'm gonna put you guys on hold for a second, and I'll be back probably less than thirty seconds. Okay. All right. No okay. problem. We'll do. Thank you. Cynthia, can you bring me all of the um, stuff on these three guys? I mean, today is supposed to be, uh, they're on hold right now, but today's the day that we're giving them their severance packages and letting them go, and uh, they'll be out of here probably by tomorrow morning. They're clearing their things out. They don't know it yet, but we're going to at least give them their severance packages today, okay? You know, they put it on my shoulders to break the bad news. Somebody's got to do it, so it's my job today. All right, so bring it to me and and get it in here as soon as possible so I can – Hurry and get past this conference call. All right. Hello? Did you guys? All right, guys. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse Hello? me? Sherman? Hello? Yeah, this, I'm, I'm here, guys. Yeah. You, uh, you never put us on hold? No. Sherman, so are you about to fire us right now? What are you talking Wait about, Wait a minute. Sherman? Okay, hang on. Hang on. Hang on, guys. What, 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 what's going on? What are you guys talking about? We're asking uh, you what's going on. We, we just heard you didn't put us on hold. We just heard all that. Yes. Severance package is what I heard. I heard you're letting us go. Oh, oh. Uh, Sherman? Um, maybe, you, Sherman? maybe you're talking about Sherman. some other people, but we okay. just heard you. Hey, say- hey guys, do, hang, hang on. Everybody just calm down. Just give me, <laughs> give, give me a second here. Hang on. I just let me, let me, I'll be right back. Hang on. What is going on? Did you? Can, did we hear did, that? Okay. You all heard the same I thing. I don't know what heard that. I don't know what he's talking about. Cynthia, how do I? Did I? Is this? Is this the whole button here? This is it. All right, there we go. They can heard everything. No, they just they sit asking me right now. 
I'm doing what he's telling me to do. This, these three are supposed to be let go by the end of the day. I mean, I, I, I got to do it, but it looks like the severance is – nobody can live off of this for even three freaking months. I already know that. This, this is really f***ed up. Oh. oh, God. All right. So, look, bring me everybody's stuff. Let me at least after lunch they all come in here and pick up their things. That's all I can think of. Okay? Is this the right button here? Okay. Hello? It's not the right button. We can hear I, you, I, Sherman. I three cannot months, believe Sherman? what I'm hearing. Three what? months. You have to be kidding me. I've been with this. I've been with this for five years. All right. I've not. I've not let you down for a quarter. The company down for a quarter. This is. This is ridiculous. I cannot believe this. And I'm on travel right now. So how am I going to come and get my things? By the end of the day. This is ridiculous. This is how you're going to let us know. Dude. This, this is unprofessional. This is trash. I cannot believe. If you, need, if you all need a lawyer, I have someone. I have contacts. We can talk. But honestly, Sherman, this is. This is. This is unacceptable. This is, Let's not do the whole lawyer thing, guys, okay? Let's not do that, all right? Now, people get let go from companies. People get let go all the time, and you guys know this. People let go on a conference call with other people. What are you? This is ridiculous. You're giving okay. a personal business. Yes, yes, that's true. You're giving a personal business to another. Uh, exactly. It, 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 it's not on hold. Yeah, you cannot be doing this. Yeah, email me that lawyer's number for sure. Yes, yeah, I, will. Okay. I, I, I will. I got you on it too, David. Thank you. I didn't. I didn't try to for you guys to learn it this way. All right. I'm. I'm. Uh, okay. Let's just say I'm not good at the conference button. No I don't know how to put any buttons. Yeah, you're not good at the conference call. You're not yeah, good you're at not any good. of this. This is not a good message. It's not. It's, this is not appropriate professional messaging. In fact, this is. <laughs> I, I'm mortified. I cannot believe this. I put this five years legal? of my life in this company. This is besides the point. No, your it best is. employees. No, it okay. is. It is. It is. And is absolutely right. It is illegal. This is illegal. Yep. Yep. I. I will. I'm writing this down. Wait. I'm wait. Wait. Come on. Now. Hey. 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 I'm recording hey. Call now. I'm Dude, recording. The, what, what do you mean you're recording it? What are you? What are you recording it for? What? Yes. I'm letting you know. Legally, I can let you know. Idea. I'm recording this call. Can yep. you send me that recording, David? I, I, I will do I, it. Listen, I don't consent on being recorded. I want that known we now. Well, on right. not hold, Sherman. Exactly. Okay. Okay. You, can I? Can I ask you guys something? Do you guys, are you familiar with your coworker named Barry Dillard? Yes. You don't have to answer that. Oh, Barry fired too? How are you going to tell him? Let me tell you what's going on. Barry told me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All three of y'all just got pranked <laughs> by your coworker, Barry Dillard. <laughs> <laughs> are you oh kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm about to have a heart attack. Oh my god. <laughs> hey y'all, nobody Whoa. has lost their job. Hannah, Frank, David, nobody oh, has lost god. their job. But your coworker, <laughs> Barry Dillard, got me the prank phone call. Y'all right? So everybody's got their job. We good. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> We're gonna have to get Barry back. Wow. Oh, wow, okay. Okay. I'm yeah, good. good. I'm good now. I'm good. <laughs> Y'all got to tell me this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Let me hear it. Clearly, Steve Harvey Morning. Steve Harvey. Show. <laughs> and you, Nephew Tommy. <laughs> oh, man. We're on the Steve Harvey Show. <laughs>
Ooh, Tommy. Ah, go date. I'm mortified. This is illegal. Yes. I like when white folks get legal. I, I, I have a lawyer. I have a lawyer. We can record it. Yes, we can. Oh, Email God, me that. Gonna... Are you recording Barry? Great. Yeah. <laughs> Sherman. Sherman, the assistant. You, you're firing us in front of other people? Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally Sports illegal. Bought everybody in on the Zoom. If I don't call, hey, Hannah, oh, how you press this button right here? But Go in and get their files and stuff in right. so we can get rid of their ass. In this <laughs> you don't have to answer that. Uh, ah, leave. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know Barry? You gonna fire him too? <laughs> people stupid for them. Y'all didn't feel that? That felt good. No, not now. This ain't no good time for that. Tommy. Give me some. Who, hey, who black I can call and fire? Give me somebody black I can call and fire. Who can I? Willie Turner. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Not gonna go. Willie. It ain't gonna go like you think it will. We don't have that many beats. <laughs> no. Who can I fire though, y'all? That's black right now. Who can I fire? I tell you what. I tell you what. It better not be for what I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> what, what evaluation? Yeah. Man, greatest thing in the world. I ain't oh, seen man. no evaluation. Oh, man. <laughs> firing ever, Willie Turner. Star Dome, April sixteenth through the eighteenth. Nephew coming to town, Birmingham, Alabama. It is Magic City weekend. You gonna watch the game? I'm gonna be ready when the game is over. You come hang out with your boy. I'm gonna wild out, act the fool. We gonna have fun. We gonna be uh, COVID distancing. We gonna make sure we safe at the same time. All right, April sixteenth through the eighteenth. Star Dome, Birmingham, Alabama. Get your tickets. They on sale. Thank you, nephew. My girlfriend is talking behind my back. That's the strawberry letter. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, now, before we get to the strawberry letter, we got to let you know this. A dangerous outbreak of severe thunderstorms and tornadoes are imminent for portions of the south and the southeast uh, where destructive winds, they're talking about hail and tornadoes, some potentially strong are expected today and tomorrow. So we're just, you know, asking you, Steve Harvey Nation, to please stay safe, stay prepared, and please, above all things, listen to your local officials if they tell you to do something please follow those instructions okay so yes, this should be aware sometime yes. tomorrow be yeah safe. yeah sometime yeah. tomorrow please be safe um and we're going to switch gears here because it is time now for the strawberry letter and if you need advice on relationships dating work sex parenting and more please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter we could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're going to read this one right here right now Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. All right. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my girlfriend is talking behind my back. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been with my girlfriend for close to a year, and she has a problem with talking behind my back. I noticed a change in how her friends greeted me and acted around me, but I didn't think much of it until I found out why they were doing that. One night, my girl got an attitude with me because I was playing a video game and she wanted to argue about it. She started texting somebody back to back, and when she fell asleep, her phone was still dinging. I checked the last text, 
and it came from one of her gay male friends, and he typed that I am not a real man, and she can do so much better. Mm. I didn't read any more messages after that because I already knew she had been dogging me out to him. I sent him a text telling him to watch himself. I let her know that I read his message. She said she needed to vent, and he's always been her go-to person. She agreed that she was wrong, and I let it go. But the same sort of thing keeps happening with two other friends of hers. She has told them a lot of negative stuff about me, and I could tell because uh, of the little comments they make when they think I can't hear them. Here's the deal. I wasn't raised in the suburbs like my girlfriend. My single mother is a teacher, and I grew up in an apartment. My girlfriend and I agree a lot over, um, we disagree a lot over a lot of small stuff. When she's upset, she runs to her friends with her problems, and she vents about how I fall short in certain areas and how she has to constantly correct me on things. This is a major flaw with my girlfriend, but on the flip side, I love her personality and we have a we have great chemistry not to mention she's gorgeous. I'm 30 and I'd love to get married soon but is she marriage material? Hmm. Well, I'm going to answer that question this way. You you ask, is she married marriage material? Well, yes, she's marriage material if you don't mind her telling everything that goes on in your house. Um, you already know what's going to happen. She's not going to just magically stop because you put a ring on it. it. Things just don't work like that. This is who she is, and uh, she, she can't hold water. Obviously, when it comes to when she's mad and talking to her friends, she's someone who wants to feel like they're right when you guys argue. I think she's being selfish and disrespectful to you as her man, and she doesn't care how it uh, makes you feel. So I just hope, you know, that uh, you don't have any other secrets that you don't want anyone else to know. Uh, you know, you talk about your shortcomings and all of that. So uh, if she gets mad, she's going to take it to the streets, period. So, and there's no way you're going to be able to stop her. You, you can't because it hasn't worked so far. She says she's going to quit and then she doesn't. And, uh, you know, she's still calling her go-to vent person. She talks about you to her other friends, too. You mentioned that in the letter. She, she, you can't be in a marriage with her walking around on eggshells. You've got to be able to be yourself. Your spouse is that one person, you know, that you should be able to be free with. You can't be like that with her because if you make her mad, she's going to tell everyone who listens. You might be 30 and ready for love, nephew. See how I did that? You might be ready for love and marriage, but I don't think she is. Not right now. Steve? Well, my girlfriend is talking behind my back. That's already a problem. Mm-hmm. A big one. Now, you've been with her for close to a year and you say the major problem is she talks behind your back. Because you'd notice a, a change in the way her friends greet you and act around you. And now you ain't giving much thought, and then you found out why they were doing it. Your girl got an attitude because you playing a video game. She wanted to argue. She started texting everybody back to back, and she fell asleep. Well, you checked the answer machine, and you found out what the text was about. And then uh, she text, a text came from her gay male friends from one of her gay male friends, and he typed that I'm not a real man, and she could do much better. So you didn't read no more, 
because you know what you've been dogging, you text him back, told him to watch yourself, which is what you should have did. Because hmm. since I ain't a real man, let me tell you what real men do. So now, since you talking to my girl about me, that ain't, real men ain't supposed to do that, but you done did that. So now, let me tell you, there's going to be some consequences next time you do it. I'll leave all the rest of that alone. So anyway, they, it kept happening with two of her other friends. And they make all these comments, and then, you know, you saying that the difference is you wasn't raised like her. You grew up in the suburbs and everything, and and your mother was a single mother and a lot of stuff like that. And y'all disagree over a lot of small stuff. So when I come back, I'm going to go over, is she marriage material or not? Because that's your question, because you're 30 and you want to get married. Is she marriage material or not? I'll let you know that when we come back, brother. All right, thank you, Steve. We'll have part two of Steve's response at 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, Today's subject is, my girlfriend is talking behind my back. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letters subject. My girlfriend's talking behind my back. All right. This man got this girlfriend that talks behind her back, goes to all her friends with all the problems. He's noticed a difference in her, noticed a difference in the way her friends treat him. So he started wondering what was up. They got in an argument over a video game one night. She started texting everybody back to back. She falls asleep. He checks a message. One of her gay male friends says, you can do better than that. He's not a real man. He gets mad, texts the dude back, and says, hey, watch yourself. Now, for this dude to tell you that you're not a real man, but then he does something that ain't manly right there, telling his girl you ain't a real man, he in somebody else's business. Now, how manly is that? So now, here's the question. You said, I'd love to get married soon, but is she marriage material? Well, young man, let's go over a couple of things. First of all, she talks about you behind your back. Then in the letter you say, you all disagree about a lot of small stuff. Okay. Then in the letter you said, I love her personality and we have great chemistry. But you say, this is a major flaw that my girlfriend has because she does it constantly. But then you turn around and say, I love her personality and we have great chemistry. Okay, understand what you're saying. You have great chemistry, but you argue a lot about small stuff. She's got a great personality, but she talk about you behind your back. Now, the reason you can't see none of this is because you love her And not to mention, she's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Sir, I can't tell you how many men that got in trouble because of that. She's gorgeous. She might be beautiful on the outside, but she don't seem that beautiful on the inside because she just talking about you. Now, if you want to marry her, understand something. This not going to get better. It's going to get worse. Marriage doesn't solve any problems. You can't just get married 
and all of a sudden, whatever problems you had before you got married, they get fixed. So she going to still talk about you. And now you're going to be married. And she going to tell all your married business. And I can't even tell you how marriage ain't going to survive that. The secret I had to learn to a great marriage is that the couple should form a two-handed circle. And don't let nobody in it. Don't let the kids in it, the in-laws in it, and damn sure don't let your family in it. And you sure ain't got no business letting the friends in it. She has her friends in y'all circle, and all y'all got is a boyfriend-girlfriend thing. So when y'all get married, guess who going to be in the circle? Her, her gay friends, her girlfriends, everything. So, bruh, you're heading down a life of misery because she gorgeous. Now, you're 30, and you love to get married soon, but is she the marriage material? I mean, ask yourself that, man. You should be marrying a person who is down with you, who is your ride or die, your friend. So now let me ask you something. If you've heard people say that their marriage works because they're married to their best friend, let me see. If you married your best friend, let me ask you this. Do you have any friends who do this to you? <laughs> do you have any of your friends that do this to you, that's talking about you behind your back? No, because you pick your friends. I ain't got no friends that talk about me behind my back. Now, I got some friends that will defend me. I got some partners, man, that really know me. And if you say something crazy about me, (laughs) you're shaking the wrong tree. So now, is she marriage material? She may be, but not for you. Right. And because she's gorgeous, brother, you know how many fine women walk around out here? (laughs) Boy. (laughs) Now, I I know it's just a highlight reel. But well, there's some hellified highlights on these reels, boy. <laughs> if it's just gorgeous, you won't. And I can promise you, one of them gorgeous girls really has a nice personality. Because what you're thinking about is a nice... See, she's bubbly and happy to everybody else, but not to you. Y'all argue about a lot of stuff. And, and she ain't down with you. And, bro, I don't see how this could last. I... I yeah, I don't know, Steve. You're right. Bruh, don't sign up for this. Yeah. You can't go. Because th- this is bad, man. Telling your this, friends your business. This is bad, bro. This is not, this marriage can never survive. Nope. You feel me? So I'm just saying to you, as your uncle, big brother, I wouldn't do it. Now, you can stay her girlfriend, keep it at a distance, because you like her, because she's fine. You know, y'all can stay girlfriend. But don't marry this girl, partner. You know, if I was you, I'd start distancing myself. Because obviously, she likes the advice her friends has given her. Let her, let her marry one of her friends. <laughs> since they so perfect. All right, Steve, thank you. Uh, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey. Especially FM the on one Instagram. you talk to. Marry him, see how it go. And Facebook, and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Junior. It is time, time for Sports Talk. What you got? 
<laughs> All right, Shirley, but before we get to that, I just want to let the ATL know I will be at the Atlanta Comedy Theater April 1st on April Fool's Day. Come see your favorite play, cousin. Get your tickets at ATLComedyTheater.com. Now, with that being said, Unc, you need mm-hmm. to be proud of your boy LeBron James. I'm talking about he is making moves. This boy just won't stop. Do you know now LeBron James has become part owner of the Boston Red Sox? This boy's Go still playing. Go LeBron. This boy's still playing, making moves. He has joined mm-hmm. the, the Fenway Sports Group as a partner, not only giving him ownership in the Red Sox, he also has a stake in subsidiaries that include the Boston Red Sox, Liverpool, Liverpool Football Club, the Roush Fenway Racing, and the National Regional Sports Network, which is NESN. This boy got a network. He got his own network. <laughs> that wow. boy hit man. I, what does a two percent stake in the Boston Red Sox mean? Uh, how much money is that? Whew. Did you chew? <laughs> That's not a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money, man. Man, lie to you. In any percentage of that, they, these franchises are not losing money. Ah. Any yeah, percentage, you, you know, if you get one point of three billion. Let's just say it was three billion. It is three billion. Huh? It's three billion. I mean, that's what I figured. Red Sox are worth three billion. That's Mm -hmm. what I figured. Because I, you know, I kind of keep up with money stuff like that, case case I mess around and get some more. You know. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just gonna be (laughs) in line. Just need to know. So you know, one percent of three billion. Hold on, let me do that, man. We go ahead, Brian. Go ahead, Brian. Mm-hmm. And that makes him the first LeBron. black owner in baseball, man. So that's a big move in itself. You that's good. That is. That is excellent, that is. dude. That's be proud so, of LeBron. I wish he was my friend. So cool. Because <laughs> he put his friends on. Won't he? Oh, my friends. They don't do nothing. I ain't yes. even in my friend um, barbecue business. I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> he got a Junior. food truck that even let me in. I can't believe this. God, dog. Wow. Hey, man, we got. We got to give a shout-out, man, also to Patrick Ewing. Coach Ewing and his Georgetown Hoyers are going back to the NCAA tournament. Uh, it hasn't been since 2015. They beat Crichton 73-48. to Patrick Ewing climbed the ladder to cut the last string on the net, and he held it high. So congratulations to my man, Patrick Ewing. Uh, that, that's big, too, man. And he attributed and I, his win to uh, George Thompson. He did. Yes. Dedicated. Oh, yeah. Legend. He did. Legend. So the uh, tournament to let you know, Junior. LeBron's uh, cut is worth sixty million. Just okay. off, just owning the team. Mm. Okay. Mm. That's enough. It. Yeah. That's well, that's enough. Yeah. That I don't want to talk about that no more because I ain't gonna make that. My partner won't give me six hundred on this barbecue stand. Why are we talking about LeBron's six hundred million? <laughs> How much can we get on these ribs, boy? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, A Rod and J Lo. We'll talk about them right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Alex Rodriguez launched an apology tour by jetting to the Dominican Republic to be with Jennifer Lopez. Uh, J-Lo is there to film a movie. It's called Shotgun Wedding. Sources say the couple had a Mm. nasty fight on Friday, and rather than go to bed angry on the advice of relationship experts, the pair stayed on the phone fighting through the night. The next day, they released a joint statement how they were, quote, working through some things, and an insider uh, revealed that, quote, the last few days 
were not good. Uh, what happened? They've been having they've been having some crazy issues. Uh, he absolutely supposedly doesn't want to split up with J Lo. Well, supposedly he was texting uh, one of the women on that uh, Bravo TV show, the reality show Southern Charm. Yeah, that's uh-huh. yeah, one, that was a yeah, that's one of the rumors mm-hmm. that came out. And then you know when they made their joint statement, they said they're working through some things, but it doesn't involve a third party. Wow, what is he so, texting? Man. You play yeah. baseball, A-Rod. What is you doing? You're not a texter. <laughs> <laughs> You're not good at this. Apparently it. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hope we don't they know work what, it out. Yeah, we don't yeah, know if this is going to mean that, you know, their uh, engagement is in jeopardy or anything like that. But sources say uh, he is to blame, and the romance is hanging on by a thread. No. So, no, he going he gonna to fix this. Yeah, he, he went well, to her. He, he, he wants, yeah, Jay, he's been wanting her for all of his life. So you mess it up now? <laughs> oh, no. Well, two years in, aren't they two years in? But no. now I don't know if any of this is true, but let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Who would text a reality star and think they not going to tell it? <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. just, okay, I was gonna say, yeah, say uh-huh. that part and not. Mm. That'd be like calling Nene Leaks and saying, "Girl, I got something to tell you." <laughs> what? She kept the receipts. You're saying that the real when you text, those are the receipts, mm-hmm. and she she kept. Man, it. what happened? reality star? Who wants to be in a relationship with reality star? They gonna tell it. Their job is to tell it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't well, re- remember her name, but I know she's a blonde and she's on the show. Um, Southern Charm, yeah. supposedly. Yeah. Man, let's pull up the picture. I tell you, I let, let me. I'm just gonna go out on limb. I've never seen Southern Charm, but I promise you, ain't nobody on Southern Charm this bad. No, Jay Lois. Well, not Jay Lois. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then there are rumors that they want to stay together because their kids are best friends. But that's not a good reason to stay he together. Fix it. Whose kids is best friends? A Rod's kids and J Lo's kids. Yeah, they. Uh, oh, I didn't even know J Lo had kids. Yeah, with Mark Anthony. She's a, no, I don't, yeah, she's I don't pay no attention to that. I don't. <laughs> yeah, Madison Lacroix is her name from Southern Charm. Yeah, mm. that's being the in the doghouse. Uh-huh. What could he do? People yeah, that are in the doghouse, Steve. You know, you're the CLO. Give, give, give some advice. You guys what can he, he do in the doghouse? You said you get out. Get out. What can he do? Yeah. Well. First of all, he's got to completely discredit whatever text they talking about. Got to discredit. Uh, I lost yeah. my damn mind. I snapped. Now, it depends on if she done seen the text and what the text said. Obviously, she done got hold to the text. So we yeah. got to discredit the text. Okay, now how do you do that? Because it's there in black it's and white. Receipts, well, it? It's receipts. Well, somebody hacked my phone. We're going to start yeah. there. Stop and we're going to burn that phone. <laughs> somebody hacked my phone. I'm immediately getting a new number. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ride the hack story all the way out. Come on, mm-hmm. boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I'm going to hire mm-hmm. a, a, a computer tech whiz. Mm-hmm. I had a dude do that to me. He hired somebody to formulate the texts he want me to believe that was really sent. Really? Oh, I've had it done to me. Mm. I mean, showed me the text in the order they wanted me to see it. And I actually believed the dude for a minute. Mm. 
How come I think I know who that is? Go ahead. Well, we'll have more of today's (laughs) trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour. We'll be back. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we wanted to take a moment uh, here to let everyone know that there's a dangerous outbreak of severe thunderstorms and tornadoes and imminent portions of... um, the south and the southeast, they're heading that way where destructive winds, they're talking about hail, um, and, and as I mentioned, tornadoes, some potentially strong, are expected today and tomorrow if you're in the south and southeast. So please be aware, please stay safe, please be prepared, please listen to your local affiliates and local uh, officials in that area. Uh, we're talking about what, Louisiana, um, just you know, please, yeah, yeah, the yeah, South Alabama, yeah, yeah, Alabama, sure. yeah. Uh, Huntsville. Yeah, be very watchful, folks, mm-hmm. and mindful. You look, yeah. nobody knows exactly where or exactly what will happen, so you right. got to stay watchful. Keep your eyes on the news. Listen for any weather alerts mm-hmm. like that. Do now, there you. is another side to this. Uh-huh. Anytime there is a hailstorm in your area. Here's your chance to get out under a car note that you may be behind on. Park it outside, dog. Park your car outside. Are you kidding me right now? And immediately (laughs) claim hail damage. Even if your car didn't hit the hail, get you a ball ping hammer and an awl, and you can tap your own hail damage on your car. I have done it. (laughs) I have done it and got out under. This is your chance now. I'm so embarrassed right now. This is your chance. Truly. Look, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Get out under that note. After the hour, right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time to ask the CLO. Steve Harvey, Chief Love Officer. Here we go. And Steve, try to keep your composure on this one, okay? It's from Lil Joe in Lake Dallas, Texas. See right there, I already don't like it. Just Why y'all to... like Lil Joe? Because <laughs> it sounds like my homie Lil John, onion on. We already gonna have a problem. Go ahead, Shirley. Lil Joe says, I'm in my late 40s and I'd love to get your advice on dating women that are taller than me. Uh, my yeah. ex-wife is 5'9", and yeah. I, you heard what I said, and I'm 5'7", but the Damn. height difference was never a big deal to her. We got divorced, and I'm not having much luck dating. I prefer yeah. tall women, and it's a mm. good thing I have thick skin because a lot of tall women have laughed in my face and called me shorty. I even tried dating a lady that's 5'3", and she even said I'm shorter than the guy she typically dates. What's a man to do? Look, little man, look at him. This, this, Lil this Joe you know is his name. What, Lil Joe, Lil Man, you know. Be respectful. Well, I'm being respectful. Lil Man, he called himself Lil Joe. At least I'm calling him a man. I ain't say Lil Boy. I'm being, okay, cool. Lil Joe. Thank look you. Thank here. you. The fact that you prefer taller women. That's fine. You have every right to your preference. Now you got to find taller women that prefer shorter men. <laughs> well, see, and, and, and you know, just based on Tommy's response, I'm thinking you're going to have to up your self-esteem, Lord Joe. You're going to have to pull yourself up and just keep your head up and don't let nobody belittle you, you know, okay. so to speak. I like don't let it. nobody talk down to you. You know, stop, keep it up. stop letting people walk over you. 
This is not helping. You this know, is not helping. Well, he married a tall woman. There's another tall woman out there that'll have him, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. All right, Renita in Marietta, Georgia, says, I have four girlfriends, and we went on a girls' weekend in the North Georgia mountains last week to do an intervention on a girlfriend that's engaged to a controlling man. We rented an Airbnb and had some wine before we tried talking to her about her man. She was very defensive, so we let it go and went to bed. Around 2 a.m., her fiancé popped up at our place. He said he couldn't sleep without her, so he drove over an hour and a half to pick her up. She thought it was sweet. We told her it was very creepy. She's not getting it, so should we stay out of it? Hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's a mess. What the old people say, I can't get sick and tired for you. Right, that's mm. it. But mm. if you thinking this is cute and you finna marry him, this cute gonna wear off after a while. Yeah. Because I don't care how much you love a person, you need space. You need the ability to breathe and do you and be you. And if he's that controlling and that overbearing, it's going to get old. It done probably got old now. Yeah. But you're thinking it's cute. Oh, he want me so bad. Okay. All right. Coming up next, it's our last break of the day. And, of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, last break of the day. Uh, Before we get to Steve's closing remarks, we have to say a special thank you to Mr. Bruno Mars, Mr. Anderson Pack. Uh, That was fun. They were really fun, yeah. (laughs) Leave the Door Open is their latest single. Please go pick it up. Uh, it's a nice song. I really like it. Fire words jam. Are great. Real yeah, fire. words are great. Yes. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, 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 they were a lot of fun. Can't wait Boy, for the God album. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> Later this year. Later this year. Coming up. And don't forget, uh, if you live in these areas, please be mindful of bad weather coming your way. That's what the predictions um, are. Memphis, Jackson, Mississippi, Birmingham, Montgomery, Monroe, Louisiana, Tupelo, Tuscaloosa, uh, Huntsville, Shreveport, Hattiesburg, Mobile, Alexandria, Enterprise, Alabama, uh, some parts of Georgia, uh, Atlanta. You guys got to be, you know, mindful. Yeah, be ready. Thunderstorms, tornadoes, hailstorms. That's what they're talking about. Some potentially really strong, too. They're expected today and tomorrow. So please stay mm-hmm. safe and prepared. And, of course, listen to your local officials. It's called hunker Thank down. You. It's time to yeah. hunker down. Yeah, it is. Yeah. For real. Yeah. That's what and it it's is. Uh, it's unlike those, uh, you know, like a hur- hurricane or something like that where you get a warning. You know, those tornadoes, they come mm-hmm. and you don't get Yeah, there warning. is no, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. No warning. When I they blow the horn, they yeah. touching That's down. It. That's mm-hmm. it. You mm-hmm. got to you know. listen to your local authorities. Yeah. And when they tell you what to do, you got to do it, man. Yeah. And don't take chances, folks. Yeah. It's better to be safe than to be able to post a video. Okay. Oh, yeah. Get yourself to safety, messing around trying to post. Mm-hmm. You know, what so you can be the one. <laughs> man, a video a tornado? Are you you gonna mess around have followers, and them. they ain't gonna have nobody to follow. Yeah. Okay. No, don't do that. Be careful with that, man. I I can't tell you how many posts I watch where people are posting stuff. And the danger come they way, and then the, you see the camera just drop or something. Yes, you know? yeah. shaking, and yeah. then it drops. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mother Nature is nothing. It's nothing to play. Ooh, with. you scared me, Carla. What? <laughs> you said mother, and I just, I just knew what was. I was, I was waiting on it. <laughs> no, 
way. I would say that. Let's get to your clothing. Look, heart, I wouldn't say that on the air. <laughs> Man, my heart actually elevated like a moment of joy. Something like, got quiet. Oh, okay, are we finna do this? Here? This is what we do. nature. <laughs> No, we want everybody to be safe. Okay, yeah. here we go. You know, I, I want to share something else with you all on the spiritual level. You know, um, I've, I've changed my routine in the morning where I'm starting to go now on YouTube and I listen to motivational messages in the morning. Um, I used to read a certain amount of stuff in the morning, but I just have to change because I, ju I just like switching up sometimes because maybe I can learn something a different way. But you know, uh, this, what I want everybody to understand is, do you understand that the devil only has one mission and that is simply to rob you of your destiny? It's important that you understand that. That a lot of times certain things get thrown your way because he knows special for you and he throws things your way now God don't let nothing get thrown at you that you cannot handle we're talking about situations now I'm not talking about if you choose to do drugs and then you get hooked and you want to continue using them and you don't want no intervention or you got it I'm not talking about that I'm talking about circumstances that come your way. You have to understand that the devil is trying to stop you from reaching, achieving, and attaining something God has for you. He knows that there's greatness in you. A lot of you listening today have greatness in you, but you won't give in to the one thing you need to give in to to allow your greatness to exist. And that is your relationship with your creator. Whatever you call him. Allah, Jehovah, Lord and Savior, God Almighty. That's your choice. I, I'm not making that call. But you have to attune yourself to him and his will. Because he has a plan for you. Why do you think you keep waking up in the morning? Because he has more for you. Why do you think you haven't left this world yet? All that happened in 2020, all that jumped off, all the people we lost in this country, almost 600,000 deaths in the United States alone, and you weren't one of them? How? Because you still have something to be accomplished. God ain't through with you yet. Listen to me, folks. There is a level of greatness in you that you have not yet achieved. Why are you still dreaming of things, yearning for things, wanting things, living in anticipation of things, hoping for things? Because it's there for you. Please understand that there is a level of greatness in all of you. Just stop comparing your greatness to Oprah and what Obama did. You ain't finna be president of the United States, I got that. You may not be a billionaire. That ain't your level of greatness, but your level of greatness is yours, though. I know a lot of great people who ain't rich. So the majority of my favorite people in this world who were great were never rich. That could be you. So, y'all, get in tune with God. 
Spend some time talking to him. Form this relationship. Find out why he created you. I'm telling you, there's a level of greatness in you. You just got to go to God to find out what it is. You know why? Because he made you. Those are my closing remarks. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 